Hey everybody, welcome back to the pod of DC. I'm your host, Rick Bernstein. I hope you're having a fine, fine day. Um, I had a conversation with a friend today and it started me thinking about the relationships that I keep in my life, friends, family, colleagues. You know how you have a conversation with somebody and whether you've known them for a year or 30 years, how just a simple conversation with that person a light bulb comes up. Um, it, it flashes, uh, an idea comes in your mind. And, uh, and basically I've been thinking about this for a long time because I interact professionally, um, on a daily basis. And, um, it's interesting because I, uh, I don't really take stock day to day in who those relationships are. You know, you see them, in social formats and Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram and what a friend is and what a friend really means, I think has been, has changed. It's evolved. You know, I won't say that it's diluted to just something that's social and online that's skin deep, but it is something that is changing and there's new ways to look at friendships and evaluate friendships and something for me that just has always been the tried and true is communicating one-to-one It's picking up the phone and actually talking to that person and resisting any kind of social interpretation or social impression of who that person was, is, or might become based on what's going on around us. So I had a conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking about things and we both have ideas and we both have things that we like to put out in the world. And, um, we've, we've known each other now, I don't know, close to 15 years. And, um, we were talking about, uh, employment and, and opportunities, especially in this day and age now where it's, it is a challenge. And we were, we were just, it reminded me of how valuable the network I already have is. And not that the new network that I would seek and always seek to, uh, expand, not, not to diminish that new network and those new friends and new colleagues that new clients that you come in contact with, but to really take stock in who you already know and who your friends already are. These are people who have seen you in your formative years and coming up through education and then starting a job as you and your tastes and interests have evolved over time, how those friends, those old friends really know who you are and, and hopefully hold your best interests in mind as I feel like my friends do for me, especially in starting the pod of DC. And it's been amazing to get the feedback uh, from friends and suggestions on format and sound and all of those good things. And it sounds like we're headed in the right direction on most of those. So I'm excited for that. And thanks y'all. But, um, but really taking stock in who you, who you know, and, and who you interact with and, you know, maybe taking it a step further in a professional sense, if they represent your brand and your personality and your values, you might find that old friends have evolved and changed in ways that don't reflect that. Like maybe you thought, or maybe you just didn't talk about before, but with so many issues at the forefront these days, it's come to light. So in talking with my friend, we were uh, discussing opportunities, stability to support his family something we all want to do is we want that stability in our life, whether it be financial or interpersonal. So we were talking, um, and I just, I I just got to think about it, um, being out looking for employment or, or seeking a new opportunity and, and 
your instinct meaning being to reach out in kind of a cold format or a cold email or an intro somehow to uh, a recruiter, which has become much more warm now with platforms like LinkedIn and uh, to make those connections and put a face and a resume and experience all right in front of somebody with a few clicks. My concern with that has always been there's there's that element similar to picking up the phone and talk actually talking to somebody and having a conversation. A lot of these LinkedIn interactions are still virtual, right? You're not looking eye to eye with that individual and looking across the room or from the table from them. And I take so much stock in that. It's every part of what I do professionally when I service my client is seeing them and knowing, just having a physicality to the interaction and not making it feel transactional like a lot of these interactions can be socially or online. And I was just thinking about just how vast that network is, how vast the LinkedIn network is, billions of users and companies, individuals, and just talking with my friend, how much ground we can cover just knowing each other, me knowing his interests, understanding his strengths and talking about those strengths and what strengths could be brought to different opportunities that might've been brought up to me or to someone I know, and really digging into that relationship and helping and leveraging those years of friendship and ups and downs and twists and turns, zigs and zags that we've all had in our careers. My, uh, my professional career. So I, um, I got an internship after my junior year of college and there was a recruiting day for the college of business where I ended up getting my bachelor's of business administration with a concentration in computer information systems, something that I'm not currently uh, practicing. <laughs> um, interesting how things change. I actually was planning to declare pre-med in college. And then I started my freshman year taking biology, or I'm sorry, zoology, botany. Botany was it, man. I, I couldn't take it after botany. And it was a great class because you got outside and you were looking at the fauna and the flora. And, but there was a, there was a job fair and they were coming to recruit. And, and the process was that you would pre-select candidates ahead of time. You would send your resume to a couple businesses, maybe that you were interested in, in interviewing for to add some organization to the chaos of a campus day. Uh, you would pre-select companies based on, you know, your resume, your, transcripts and grades and activities and those sorts of things. And I personally, I've always been very heavy on the activity side and the academic side was, was doable, you know? Um, so the activities definitely would stand out for me. And I think even in my college application, some of the things that I was doing outside of high school, um, hopefully rose to the top and, and shine through. So I pre-selected five companies when they came and did their campus day. And there has to be um, a mutual feeling. The, the company has to say, okay, we'll take your application and we'll look at your resume. Great. Thank you for being interested in us, but we need to be interested in you. Let me look at your, um, let me look at what you have going on. And uh, I pre-selected five companies and I shot pretty high. Um, you know, these were big firms. These were big tech companies. I didn't get picked for a single one a single interview. There were five. And, uh, my, my campus day slate was totally clean, but I had plenty of friends who, who were filled and did have get interview slots. And so you're second guessing yourself. I mean, it's tough enough being a kid and going through middle school and high school and even in college, you know, things kind of, there's always a keeping up with the Joneses or, um, you know, wanting to be kind of where everyone else is. 
And uh, so I, I was down about that. And so I ended up in the business building. I was doing some work and, you know, we, we this is spring semester approaching the summer. This was 20, you know, summer 97. And uh, so I'm in the computer lab just doing work and doing other things that I was hoping would land me something, an internship. I see a friend in the computer lab and I ask him about his campus day. What does that look like? Does he have any interviews set up and with any companies? And hey, good for you, man. Uh, great to hear. Oh, me? Uh, you know, my, my slate's pretty clean. I'm just kind of keeping my keeping my options open today, right? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to burden myself with committing to any one certain interview just in case somebody changes their mind and says, you know what, God, we saw that Bernstein. What was that? That resume. You know what? Hey, can we fill this slot last second? Right? <laughs> Wishful thinking. But I talked to this friend and. Um, he was working on something and I asked him about his interview. Uh, and he, he actually had one set up for that afternoon, but he had mentioned that he had a paper that he was, was working on it. But, um, I, I'd asked him, you know, about his interview. He said, yeah, I got one this afternoon, but I can't go. Um, I got to work on this other thing. And so I guess that happened on those campus days. And some of you who have been a part of them could probably relate where, I don't know, maybe something came up last minute or maybe it was a job, maybe it was a company that maybe you weren't that excited for. So you came up with an excuse, you know, just to go back to uh, the high life of being a college student and, you know, not wasting your afternoon with some suit. So a light bulb went off in my head, just like it did today when I was talking to my friend and, and thinking about my network, a light bulb went off and I said, well, somebody has to show up for that slot. This is a filled slot with your name in it that no one's going to be there for. So I asked him, I said, are you sure you're not going? And he said, no, I, I, I'm not going. I've got to work on this thing. So I said, can I take your place? Do you mind if I show up and just let them know that you were unable to make it? And But I'd be very interested in learning more about the opportunity. He said, hey, somebody's got to show up because I'm not going to be there. So I went, uh, I went back to the apartment, cleaned up and it was, it was about a two hours away. The interview it was later in the afternoon. So it gave me time to kind of update my resume on my floppy disk and, uh, dot matrix print out my resume. And, um, anyway, got cleaned up and went back on the campus and I showed up and, uh, I, I found the company and introduced myself and said, hi, um, you know, my friend who has this spot this afternoon, he can't make it, but. I would love to learn more about your organization. Do you mind if I take his spot? And they said, come on over. And we sat down and I ended up getting the internship that summer. And that was how my professional career kind of launched was uh, through an internship that I uh, scored that summer after my junior year. And in hindsight, the work that I was doing as an intern was nothing like what I'm doing today, but it made me realize and appreciate the network that I had and and who I knew and the value of those friendships and, and digging into those friendships and not necessarily just seeking out, not seeking out a new relationship just because it's new or it's maybe an organization that you know is great, but it's really leveraging who you do know to get to that first opportunity. And so what happened at the end of that summer, um, I was extended an offer to join the company and be a full-time employee. I was on track to graduate that uh, spring semester. Well, should have been. I came in with a few credits and actually ended up a few credits short because I took some repeat forgiveness classes. <clears throat> Hopefully you don't get the grades that require that. 
<clears throat> but as a uh, as a policy or as a um, as an option from uh, from the university to students saying, hey, you know, hey, we we get it. Maybe this semester you weren't on top of your game. You can take it over again. So anyway, they offered me a job opportunity to start the following summer. I was actually a few credits short um, of getting there. I could push it my senior year. Um, that in, ended up not happening. What what ended up being negotiated was a start six months later so that I could stay one extra semester at college and uh, get those last couple credits taken care of and get some more of those friendships uh, developed that ended up benefiting me, that ended up being much more valuable than I could have ever imagined. So that was worked out. I was able to do a final semester um, in college and then started my career there um, in January of 1999 is when my career professionally had started. But what was neat was that they held that opportunity from the year before. So all the way from the summer of 97 through the summer of 98, and then starting that first quarter of 99, uh, I was able to really go a full year and a half with a job opportunity locked in and a signing bonus. Not bad, right? So anyway, you know, just to kind of put a bow around this episode, um, think about those relationships you have. Think about how those relationships are impacting you every day. Maybe it's just a cookout and hang with the kids relationship. Maybe it's something that carries over into something professional. But really examine those relationships you have now and those old friendships and those colleagues that align with your brand and align with your values. You never know where they're going to take you. So we're going to cut the pod uh, with that today, but appreciate so much the reception of the pod of DC and the feedback from all my friends and family so far. Thank you guys so much and uh, really looking forward to putting some more stories out there to, uh, to listen to and to share. So in the meantime, you take care of you and your own. We'll talk soon.